Yeah. I mean, I think, I feel like, I mean, I don't know, like there's a part of me that's like curious to go back and edit this one. Cause I'm like, you know, like what is the nugget? Like what's, you know, maybe that's part of the thing, right. Part of the orientation of like trying to find the nugget, you know, wanting to have something that feels like mm-hmm. a takeaway. And at the same time, you know, maybe, maybe the wandering actually, you know, bumps into enough things that it creates its own sort of takeaway um, within each individual that's listening. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Disrupting Our Practice. I'm Shannon Patterson. And I'm Greg Flynn. This podcast is for white-bodied leadership and organization development consultants, facilitators, coaches, and trainers. This is a weekly podcast dedicated to the exploration of how we practitioners can disrupt our practices, those practices where we are unwittingly perpetuating racism, oppression, and harm. And it's all in service to being able to co-create a culture of equity, justice, and healing so we live in a world that truly works for everyone. Thanks for joining us as we work to disrupt our practice. Welcome back, Shannon. Welcome back, Greg. (laughs) Time flew, I have to say. Yeah. I don't know where this year is going. The fact that it's already April is, um, is freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, me too. I was, uh, talking to Jonathan last night and he was writing his goals for the week and we've been just trying to have a better relationship with things. And I said, I'm like, how'd that go? Do you have a month's worth of goals in there next week? He's like, (laughs) both just started laughing, you know, just the, the tendency to overdo things, but then thinking about the rest of my year and how fast it's Mm. going. And I've been thinking, Oh, Hmm, maybe I've overloaded, which Mm. seems related to today's conversation on a macro level in terms of, you know, orienting towards space and learning and Mm. just how we plan things. So, Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to check in before we get there or? Yeah, let's do a little bit of check-in. Yeah, well, at least not checked in here. I have checked in. <laughs> That's I hope you have too. <laughs> I have. I know I have. I'm at the here. I'm at the podcast. You know, that's what I was. That's oh, what I was yes. About. It's been a few weeks, right? It's been I think three, four weeks since we've put out an episode and taking yeah. giving ourselves a little bit of a breather from that and uh, wanting to get back to it. So, do you want to go first? Why don't, uh, not particularly, are we doing just capacity check-in or did you have more of a get to know you sort of check-in? Yeah. Just a, just a check-in. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be happy to go. Great. Um, just so to, to, to move things along and, uh, um, yeah. So I, let's see, how am I, how am I showing up? I'm showing up good. I mean, there's a, so physically I haven't, we, for a variety of reasons I will not get into, I have not been able to engage in my uh, my routines around moving my body and um, uh, yeah, exercise and getting some energy out. And so feeling that in my body for sure, I think there's a little bit of tiredness I'm noticing that I think is related to that. It's like with the amount of sleep I got last night and the food I've eaten today, it's that's the missing piece. <laughs> it's like the mm. having, not having moved. So, so I think um, – Physically, that's where I'm at. Mentally, I'm feeling really clear. Um, 
you know, like I mentioned just this moment ago, got really good sleep. And so that's feeling good. I'm feeling well fueled emotionally. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I, I mean, I did notice a mix of emotions. I think I'm feeling relatively calm without too much emotional energy moving through me, but I can definitely feel a little bit that's there. It's probably related to just some stories I've got going in the back of my mind. Yeah. And so I'm feeling that, that you know, from a spirit perspective or f- from a larger connection perspective, I'm, I'm feeling I've been listening. There's a, I'm just going to mention here. There's a really fantastic podcast. I, th- I don't know if I shared it with you. A friend of mine shared it's called um, the, the podcast itself is called the Emerald. And mm. the episode he shared is called the revolution will not be psychologized. And it's mm. all about the ways in which um, we have over psychologized most things. And there's some stuff in there that really moved me around my connection to the larger world. And so I'm just kind of, I've been sitting with that a lot lately. So mm. that's, that's what's on top for me there. And I am in. Mm. All right. Welcome. Gosh, it's always so much under the surface in that podcast feels, I'm intrigued, feels very on point with some things I've been thinking about. Mm and somehow related to today's topic. But before we do that, um, so let's see, mentally feeling feeling pretty sharp and present and alert, have good sleep um, and a nice break over the weekend. Um, body-wise, also needing some more movement, though I did take a long walk yesterday and a stretch and got fresh air and it just oh, it never ceases to amaze me how much it shifts things in me. Um, so feeling, and I had a stretch this morning, so feeling good and like connected to my body and, um, emotionally, you know, as you were talking, I was, I was just feeling how I could also feel many things kind of moving around. Um, and like, I think there's a way in which having a lot of emotions moving around is feeling good. Uh, and I feel like I've maybe told myself and our culture will tell us like, no feelings moving around, you know, it's like some version of leave them at the door. So I feel like my feelings are, my emotions are present in here, but not overwhelming or taking me out or flooding. They're feeling Mm. like nice little bubbles under the surface. Mm. Um, That feels different and good and spiritually feeling a little, maybe I'd be curious to listen to all the podcasts. I feel like I'm always feeling a little short here. Mm. Yeah. So just noticing that. But I'm with that. I am all of me is in. <laughs> all that is here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's great. It's also it's, it's I just want to name that. Like it's nice to know what's in the room, right? It's nice to know what's in the room with us. Yes. At any given time. And to anyone listening who hasn't tried checking in with folks, especially where maybe there's a challenging conversation that's to be had. Like it's nice to bring Mm -hmm. it all into the room and just kind of know what you're dealing with. So, yeah. You know, and I said this last Monday when we were all together with Aaron and Jenny and Dylan actually, and I'm feeling it again in this moment, which is, and, and I feel like I rather go slower than faster, Mm. you know, like for me to stay with myself in this moment, you know, just keeping it slower. So let's see how we do. (laughs) I don't always achieve that but just noticing yeah. how that's been a desire lately so mm. well in the so in the spirit of slowness like just naming for anyone listening who doesn't know aaron and jenny and dylan are teachers from holistic resistance who were in town last week um to holding a workshop that we got to attend and 
uh, first time we'd seen it, Jenny and Dylan in person in three years. It was pretty nice. Yeah, I had seen them on the land. We finally figured that out. We're like, no, oh, wait, that's right. I have yeah. seen you, but I can't remember where. So down at Holistic Resistance, the land being, yeah, Holistic Resistance and the land they have down there. Yeah, but also, I yeah. mean, just uh, also in the, in the spirit of keeping it slow, and I know we're not here to talk about check-ins, but like coming back to like knowing what's in the room is sometimes I realize for myself in my check-in, oh, I I'm I have been going at an ink, like a, an incompatible pace today for, for where I'm actually at. And mm-hmm. so there's something valuable, I think, in connecting to our pace and seeing what's in the room. And Well, and I think that brings us to today's topic, which is, yeah. you know, you and I just finished um, a four workshop series. Each workshop was two hours long. It was virtual. And we had, you know, anywhere from six to nine people just to paint a picture of the space uh, so people can imagine that. And we were talking about like our experience of facilitating um, and mm-hmm. yeah, facilitating that space and um, how you and I aim to have things related to anti-racism work and anti-oppression work feel different, right? So if, if disrupting our practice is the name of our, is like what we're up to, it's not just the name of our mm-hmm. podcast, but it's like really, truly the practice is disrupting our practice that we want to bring that into the things that we do with people and just how we're going to talk today about what that brings up in us and what that can bring up in participants and any more context setting you'd want to do. Well, yeah, we had we had at least one participant request, like basically, like, "Hey, talk about that. Like, what what's the experience like?" I think, or oh, right. you know, the, your experience of the workshops. And I think that's you know that's that, that's probably what set this in motion. Well, and that's even disruptive, you know, is it so often the facilitators are removed and we don't talk about our experience, you know, and say like, "Wow, that was really hard," or "That sucked," or you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So you know, let's pull back the veil on on that too. And we're humans and we're having an experience just like y'all are. Totally. Yeah. We don't get surveys about our experience of the, of, you know, we ask people at the end of, you know, workshops often, like, would you give us your feedback on how that went? <laughs> we, we do a debrief together, but we don't then like, it'd be an interesting actually thing to do, like to do like a, a collective debrief. Um, I'm kind of wishing we had invited like three people or four people from the workshop on here to talk about it with us, but. Oh yeah. Duh. Well, I was just thinking we didn't even take our own evaluation. (laughs) Well, that's what I mean is like, we don't usually do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We should, it would be great to have some folks on here. Maybe we, we can still do that. It's not either or. It's interesting. Actually, now we're saying that there's like this, there's this dynamic in which you can see the power structure at play, right? Like there's a, you know, there's a workshop. We held it. We designed it. We facilitated it. We asked you for feedback on it. You know, you, you know, people paid us. Like all of these, all of these dynamics that kind of move everything in a single direction, which is really in line with the kind of linear, structured, you know, white supremacist patriarchal approach to to everything. Right? It's like how these things work, and so like we are the kind of the people at the front or and then of course including aaron johnson who from holistic resistance who co-facilitated two of the workshops with us and yeah what was his um, experience yeah how was it for him he's not here we haven't talked about it the three of us 
have had trouble connecting, you know, so we haven't even yeah. had a chance to talk about how that was, you know, yeah. for each. So, yeah. Well, yeah, hey, so and it's it like, like the transactional. The- Go ahead. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've done this. <laughs> I'm just amused. I'm just saying like, it's like, here it is, right? Here's all of the different things or like all the things we haven't thought about. Like as we're here to talk about something, maybe we were like, oh, we thought about it. And then we get here and we're like, oh, there's like 15 different things we haven't thought about. That's kind of funny. That seems normal. You know, it's hard to disrupt the trying to make visible, right? And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how transactional it is too. And we've commodified everything, you know, it's like people paid us. And so Mm -hmm. this is how this works. And I think the expectations, you know, just the word workshop creates in people or training, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I think maybe I have to look at our description and learn. And then, you know, I think for a couple of folks, they were like, where's the worksheet? you know, and what's the takeaway and what's the three bullet points on the thingy thing. And so it's, you know, um, transactional, like I paid, so you give me X or you're the expert. So you Mm -hmm. give me X and, you know, being in, in that seat as a participant doing the facilitator training with holistic resistance, I had all that stuff coming up for me. Um, and that was disorienting. To learn means receive information, right? Like yes. you have information. I take information. Now I integrate information into what I know about other information. And I have that information <laughs> and I'm able to use that information. That's kind of like right. in a lot of ways. That's Because that's the model of school, right? Like that's how school works, right? Teacher gives you information. You study information. Teacher t- tests you on information. And if you've acquired the information correctly, you will pass the test. Then we give you the degree and you move on. Right. That's a lot of right. learning is like that. That's not, I mean, I, that's, that's really simplifying, oversimplifying things like medical school probably and, you know, yeah. like all, all, sorts all kinds of things. Of things. But, it, right. but it's also the basic model. And, um, and what you're talking about, I think you know, we both had the experience. I know we, when we both took Disrupting Our Whiteness, the practice, the, the program Disrupting Our Whiteness with Holistic Resistance with Jenny and Dylan. When was that like? 40 years ago or something like that. When we took that program, both of us had the experience, I think at the end of the first couple of sessions, like, are we really checking in for the first hour of this? And then (laughs) like (laughs) each week, are we going to spend an hour checking in with this group? Are we serious? Like it's a two hours a week. Like what's happening here? Right. Where's the, that's not what I paid for. Where's the syllabus? I remember having that thought. Yeah. Yeah, like is this for real? Like is this actually what's happening? And I think it was a 16-week program and by the end of the 16 weeks it was like what else would you do? Right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Well, it was that and what's on top around race, you know, and it was Yeah. Th- and so much came through that. Um and also in the facilitator training with holistic resistance, at least I was more prepared for the ways in which we were going to be together, you know, I'd caught on at least a little bit more that like, Oh, disrupting how we are together is giving us a different felt experience besides, you know, what we're used to white dominant culture. And there's a lot of learning in that. And I remember halfway through that program, them asking, well, how was that for you? And, or like, how's it going for you? Or what do you need? And I'm like, I can really feel, I want the outline and the curriculum and the thing. And you know, like, 
what are we going to learn? And I think it was Portia who said, was like, well, I don't know. What are you learning? Why don't you write that down? <laughs> I was well, like, I remember having a conversation with wow. you earlier than that, before they asked that question, where you were mm. like, I think we were both kind of in this place of like, this is different, right? Like we, this was, a, this, this cost a lot more money than, than the other thing we did. And it's a training. Right. So isn't like, where's the, What's the direct, like, what's the plan? And I think we were like, kind of like, what's happening here? It took, it took me a while to realize that, that the, that the approach that was being taken was, was more to do, had more to do with me unlearning what I was used to than like learning any, like a new skill or something like that. But like unlearning the more conventional approaches to holding space. And having a, felt lived experience, you know, of what it felt like to not be driven by curriculum agenda or a couple of podcasts we talked about, like next slide culture. And there were no slides involved, but still the energy of like something would come up and there was never like, okay, well back to what, you know, the three objectives we have to get through today and what, what that made, what that felt like good Mm -hmm. and disorienting you know, and what it made possible and what I began to question. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so it was so much more. So I guess wondering, you know, for those that took our workshops, some folks knew us and had been in other programs with us. And so maybe we're prepared for that or maybe they weren't because we did call it a workshop. So it's just, you know, speaking to those out there that might be listening that we're in our programs or thinking about taking our programs that uh, they can be disorienting for, for us. Like for me, I think in, in the training, I said many times like, wow, I can feel the part of me that wants to like wrap this all up in a nice little bow and be coherent and connect all the dots from all the sessions. And it was really hard for me to not do that and trust that people were learning things Mm -hmm. or experiencing Mm -hmm. things or, Unlearning things, right? Feeling mm-hmm. things. Hey, how about that? Feeling things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about for you? Like, what did you experience as, throughout that as a facilitator? I think, you know, I, it might be a little bit easier for me, for whatever reason, I think my disposition allows for a little bit more, for, for a little bit less structure than, than mm-hmm. what you're, what you're, like the way you typically, um, kind of the way you default to, I should say, is the way I would put it. Like, and we, this is something we've we've talked about a long time about, about I think one of the things that makes our partnership work well is I I pull you out of too much, you know, like not too much structure, but like, you know, when you're when you're like in the weeds on it, I can help pull you out to a bigger picture. And then right. when I get way too lost in the bigger picture, you help ground me into the structure, right? So it's like there's a there's a way in which there's a that kind of polarity balances out. Um and so I think I, it's a little bit easier for me, but I, what I will say is I think because there were so many things that I wanted to, that we wanted to make sure that they, that came through, um, I found myself, I definitely, I noticed it in the last workshop, especially, but I found myself like feeling like, oh, there is just way too much stuff in here for what the feeling, the vibe we're actually going for. I know in that last workshop, I remember by the end of the first hour, I was like, just felt like we'd been on a freight train 
and hmm. wanting to feel like we were floating on a river, <laughs> you know, and, and just being like, this is, this is like, something's got to shift. And, and I think we did, we shifted it. Like we shifted the energy, but like, that's, you know, I think the temptation I think is they paid us. We need to give them a lot of stuff to work with. We need to give them, we need to have them all walking away. I don't know. Like, I don't even know what the, the way to, what, what to say about that. Like just need, need them, have them all walking away feeling like that was a good Worth value. it. Worth right. it. Right. And, and that means keeping them busy the whole time. Like always having something to do, something to say and not, and not recognizing like how actually really when it comes down to these things, what you have is two questions, one in the first hour, one in the second hour. That's that's the workshop, you know, and there's there's a way in which, yeah, that's, I mean, it's definitely uncomfortable because it's like, is that enough stuff to actually carry this through? Mm. And, you know, I mean, the, the experience shows that it is, you know, but it's still for whatever reason in my body feels really, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I hear the, I hear you speaking about the amount of content for sure. And, you know, what felt full to you and, and, you know, that freight train experience. And also it's like, what is our, 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 just our individual ways of orienting towards facilitating, you know, and I think there's two parts to that, you know, there are places where we can offer gifts and then there are places where our, our anxieties come up, you know, so the, mm -hmm. that facilitator place of kind of knowing that for ourselves. And, um, and this is before we're even really facilitating any kind of space where, you know, we're the charge of race enters the room. But what was interesting was you were sharing that experience. It's like, I was having, that was not my experience of the first hour. And mm. it, the second hour felt more like that to me than the first. And I feel mm. like it has, for me, less to do with content. We can certainly, I'm guilty of over jamming an agenda for sure. Glad to say I'm, ge I'm getting better. I think we are getting better. Mm -hmm. But for me, I notice... Um, what was going on for me is like we had made some plans and like, then I kind of, I kind of relax into a, not the details of an agenda or a, or a workshop design, but like the three main moves, you know? And like, I felt like the first half sort of ended up like pretty soon going in a whole different direction. And so then I get really lost and unanchored and unmoored and don't know what to do, you know, and that feels like a really familiar place of anxiety. Like it dips below, it dips into something that makes it hard for me to connect to my wisdom as a facilitator. Um, mm. You know, so I think some of, some of that for sure was activating. And so like the, I feel like some of the practice too is trying to figure out how do I navigate emergence? You know, if we want a different felt experience and we want to prioritize, you know, slowing down and feeling and connecting as a way of going against all the characteristics of white supremacy, which are like avoiding open conflict. If we want to taste little bits of that or not do either, or if we can let, we want to have, well, if not perfectionism, 
then what? You know, so if we want to taste something else, I think there's a certain way we have to be emergent and okay with emergent. And then, and how much is too much? Is that even a like valid question? I don't know. So it's, mm. that's what I find myself thinking about. And then how do you, within the context of workshopping and facilitating and learning, help people step into that with you and not surprise them by it, I guess? Yeah. I mean, that, that emergent piece, especially in where, because I think it's important to just acknowledge a name. I know this is true for me. I think this is probably true for both of us is so much of what we're talking about here and in these workshops and in the programs we've done are living questions within us. They're not like mm-hmm. things that we've mastered by any stretch of the imagination. And so it can very much feel like we are up against a, um, our own precipice. And maybe the design in some ways is like about keeping us uh, from going over the edge of the precipice. It's a little guardrail or something. And when the design becomes kind of like, oh, this is actually not the direction or something else is being called for here. It's like, oh, well, the next step is obviously for me to step over the edge of this, (laughs) you know? And that's, that's a little terrifying. Yeah. I, you know, I wrote down orienting, you know, and you and I have, you know, made orienting principles and it almost feels like that, you know, if we're going to be emergent more and, and trust for what that can make possible, then how do we orient together or navigate together Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. be emergent together? Right. And so that would further break down the, the traditional way of doing things where like people show up and the facilitators got the agenda and there's a more, Hey, we just had a conversation. What is feeling like the most important thing now, or maybe most important is not the right thing, but what's alive for people or what feels like it needs tending. Or if we were going to spend the next hour engaging in X, what is feeling needed in each of you, Mm. you know, to do a go around and hear, hear what's happening. And maybe that's all you do, but Mm -hmm. this is requiring time and space where we often get crunched. Well, I'm curious, like, because I know we've had experience of this numerous times when it, like, on a team coaching engagement, you know, where you get into the check-in and, like, what's in the room isn't, and, like, what's in the agenda aren't, don't fully align. Yeah. You know? And, and a pivot's made. And we'll, and we'll do it in, in front of people, like, hey, you know, okay, what do you think? You know, what do you think? And we talk about it a little bit and then we make a pivot. Right. What do you think makes that harder for you when it comes to when the charge of race is in the space? Or does it feel harder? So are you asking about the workshops? Because it didn't feel like the charge of race was in the room in the workshops. And I'm kind of speaking about that. That feels like one thing. What what was hard mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. for me in our workshops? Well, I mean, the charge of race is in the room in that we're there to talk about race, you know, so not necessarily in the room in the sense of um, something is up between a white-bodied person and a person mm. of the global majority. But just like, yeah, I mean, or is there a difference? Like, do you feel some difference between the workshops and like a more conventional team coaching engagement? Yeah, I don't know if I can sort through all my thoughts and feelings in this moment to make that distinction. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I, I'll just speak to the workshop where I felt maybe it was – higher stakes in some ways, which is funny when I think of like 
team coaching engagements and how much money is involved in those versus, you know, uh, this was a different kind of high stakes, you know, where it felt to me, mm. you know, other facilitators were in the room and people that I, I cared about what they thought, you know, and that they got value. And it felt like the beginning of first offering of more offerings that we want to make. So what if people didn't like it and didn't find it valuable? So I think mm. that caught that hooked me you know, being a facilitator myself, we can be a really tough group. I can be a tough participant. You know, I've talked to other facilitators about that. Like, whoo, we are some tough cookies, um, participant wise. So I think that hooked me more than, more than anything. It's just. Mm. Mm. So in like, is the audience, in other words, the audience of facilitators. Yeah. And really, really caring what they thought, really wanting them to find it valuable. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that got me. I think when it the charge of race enters the room in in the other way you were mentioning, then it's just I've become hyper hyper vigilant towards uh, wanting to minimize harm, and then you know that becomes yeah. a whole other you know string of emotional defenses and reactions. I'm curious though, like because I get that and I get I get wrapped up around the 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 offering value thing too. Like we were talking about a few minutes ago. I guess, you know, what I'm one of the things I'm wondering about in relationship to this is like our orientation towards value. And like, cause I know that there was, you know, there was, there was one person who came out of the last workshop and said basically like, yeah, you know, I really was hoping to get some more concrete things and a worksheet and like some tools to take and all of those things. And, and there's a way in which there's a, um, it'd be easy to read that and be like, Oh shoot, you know, we didn't do that. We should have had a worksheet. We should have had the the three steps to, you know, blah, 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 whatever. There's another way to read that. That's like, right. <laughs> you know, that's what we're looking for. And actually the, the, there's the value of the, this kind of conversation that disrupts and, and upends our typical, things we're looking for is what we need in order to actually see what we don't see. Because if, if, if it's always in the same, in in the same thing that we're looking for, then maybe we are, um, we're actually not being asked to step out of our comfort zone. We're not being asked to actually challenge our own identities and beliefs and, you know, what we, what we can and can't see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. And and I find myself thinking about helping to explain that in the beginning, you know, and I think that for myself can be overdone where if I say, you know, we're, we're designing the design of our program is designed to, you know, be disruptive and to be different. And, you know, we hope, mm-hmm. we hope for your, you know, disorientation and discomfort, you know, in, in a healthy range, of course, you know, we hope for that. And so I'm just noticing my desire to provide that. And like, what do I think that will provide? I think for, for some of me, for some of, like if people are too disoriented towards what's happening, you know, I wonder about disengagement, you know, and that's not my Mm -hmm. responsibility ultimately. And just, you know, and just noticing, just noticing these things as we're talking. (laughs) So I I had another thought, but it, Mm -hmm. It got lost. 
Yeah, I can appreciate all of that. I mean, there's this there's this question of like, where do we meet people and where are people prepared mm-hmm. to be met? I was talking with Aaron Johnson after his workshop a few weeks ago and that I went to and there were, you know, it was me and only one other white-bodied man there out of, you were there too, out of, I don't know how many people were in the room, 18 people, something like that. And how, I mean, it was an intense workshop, right? It was intentionally an intense workshop and um, talking with him afterwards about the the reality of that and the reality of maybe the reason there weren't other white-bodied men in the room is because there's not a whole lot of white-bodied men who are ready for that mm. workshop, you know? And so, you know, so what does it mean to actually do the work of building, building mm. the bridges that get, that get folks ready to be in that room who have, you know, and I was talking about with him is like, you know, it's like, if that's like 10 rungs up the ladder, how far down the ladder do you need to go before you start meeting kind of critical masses of people? that are like where they're at and like, okay. And then what does that mean as far as kind of building the bridges towards things that are, um, you know, ac- that are actively disrupting. Cause it's, I think part of the goal here, right. Is it's not just like disrupt to disrupt. It's actually disrupt to, to be integrated and transform and create, you know, if, if we are cre- able to create spaces where, you know, other facilitators are coming in and going like, oh, I see, I get it, and are actually able to carry it forward, that's going to have right. an impact as opposed to coming out going like, that was weird. And like, I think I yeah, I have some questions, but I'm just going to go back to doing what I've always done. Then the impact isn't had. Yeah, it just makes me think of, you know, maybe just the, the rung one of the ladder or something of like a base, a base mm-hmm. assumption is true disruption is going to feel really different. What we're wanting to do is figure out how to do that together. And it's not every meeting should be facilitated this way. Not every workshop should be facilitated this way. You know, I think some of that either or thinking it's like, am I supposed to do this all the time or do I do this for everything? It's like, yes, no, maybe kind of, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> you know, It's more, it's more a, downloading a new operating system so so that you can tap into that from time to time and and more and more often and be like oh i could do this a different way this could feel a different way i can learn a different way participate engagement like all of the little buzzwords can either fall away or be experienced in an entirely different way than we're used to how do we make space to learn what that is feel what that is what are you thinking you thinking it's feeling like maybe we're at a wind down point here. Definitely energetically. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's follow that. That feels important. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think I feel like, I mean, I don't know, like there's a part of me that's like curious to go back and edit this one. Cause I'm like, you know, like what is the nugget? Like what's, you know, maybe that's part of the thing, right? Part of the orientation of like trying to find the nugget, you know, wanting to have something that feels like mm-hmm. a takeaway. And at the same time, you know, maybe, maybe the wandering actually, you know, bumps into enough things that it creates its own sort of takeaway um, within each individual that's listening. I don't know. Yeah. It makes me think of what Aaron was saying in Monday's workshop, you know, what are the, what are the questions that shape you, you know? And so it's less about like a takeaway, but what, 
what did we bump into in this episode that, you know, left a little pollen on your shoulder <laughs> uh, around thinking about facilitation <laughs> or that, that might shape or sprinkle into how you're holding facilitation work or how you think about holding space or what, yeah. Or like as a facilitator, what are the things that trigger might be too strong of a word, but I I could feel like my, I wanted to control like the little control bits, you know, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. So how, how did today's convert wandering conversation? Are they all wandering? I think they are, uh, you know, shape, shape you what'd you bump into it's a whole different orientation yeah. than your takeaway fuck good. takeaways oh excuse me <laughs> to edit that out <laughs> no okay. i'm not gonna edit it out i'll just mark the okay. episode explicit so that people know that somebody yeah. said fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay well that feels liberating yeah, actually no, think- having said that i was like woo yeah let's do that it's not like you leave your dinner table or conversation with your sweetie going so what was your takeaway <laughs> there are no plenty of experiences in life where I where I am shaped and I learn things and and all of that that don't involve takeaways. So yeah, I was just going to say maybe our next the next um, proposal we put in under like when they request what the takeaways are, we can say fuck takeaways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's fun. So yeah, I mean, I think the you know the idea of like what, yeah, what, what, what the, that we bumped into that, that shaped, you know, that you feel like bumps into, up against how you're shaped and what shapes you. Like, I think it's a great, you know, it's a great inquiry to be in. I know I'm in it. Me too. And I'll, I'll carry it forward and, um, yeah, curious about. I was thinking what shapes you and how does that shape how you shape the spaces you design and facilitate because mm. it's all connected. Mm. Yeah. Right. So. Yes. Yes. And, and we are, we are so often, I think, unaware of what has been shaping us and mm-hmm. what does shape us. Yeah. 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 There we go. Beautiful. That's a wrap. Well, that's a wrap. Well, before that, before we wrap, you know, just all the kind of end of podcast reminders, um, to, uh, it, you know, to like and subscribe and leave a review and all of that stuff. If you want to send us your thoughts or questions or concerns or yell and rant at us, you can reach us at Greg or Shannon at connectionworks.com. And um, we we don't have any more workshops scheduled right now, but we've got some stuff coming up. So if you want to join those things or learn more about them, go to our, go to connectionworks.com and sign up for our newsletter and you'll hear Yeah. That. That's what I was just going to add in is we are aiming to do a disrupting our practice program uh, in the fall. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that and put it on your, you know, tuck it in your notebook somewhere where we're all planning things at the end of the year uh, and assigning our resources time and otherwise. So if that feels of any interest, it's coming. I think we settled on nine weeks. We could change our mind, something like that, <laughs> two hours for nine weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, invite mm-hmm. all sorts of people in to join us on that journey too. So we're hoping maybe Aaron will come in again and Jenny and Dylan still taking shape, but that's what's happening. Yep. All right. Yes. Yeah, it will. That'll be exciting. And, and we'll have 
exactly zero takeaways. There will be zero takeaways. <laughs> well, the takeaways will be what you make of it. There'll be lots of shaping. Okay, there you go. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, if you're a, exactly. if you're allowing shaping yourself and to be shaped. Shaping and reaching. Wow, I like that. All right. There you go. Cool. Well, thanks, Shannon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, Until next yeah. time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.